Welcome to ChanCap. These are short episodes where I provide my own insights based on the main topic discussed in my most recent podcast of the week, arming you with more actionable content to help build the career you desire. Now let's begin. Thank you again to Scott for coming on my podcast to discuss designing career experiments to help you land your dream job. As Scott discussed on my podcast, the benefit of designing career experiments is that it helps you have some measure of reassurance before you jump ship to a new company. Because what tends to happen is that you have these professionals that are frustrated with where they are in their career and they think the only answer is to find another job at another company. And usually when it comes to landing a new opportunity, you tend to get a bump in pay and a bump in title. But those are external rewards. And studies have always shown that external rewards are exciting at first, but once your mind gets used to that new benchmark, you are back to where you are before because you did not solve an internal need that made you frustrated with your previous job in the first place. In my personal opinion, people don't jump ship only for salary. They jump ship for other reasons that makes them currently unhappy, and the additional salary increase is an extra incentive to want to leave. And moving to another company may not always be the answer. In fact, it can make your situation even worse. As many of you may be aware, there has been a lot of talk about a recession. And I've actually known some people that got laid off. And it has nothing to do with their performance. They got laid off because they were the newest members on the team. Companies tend to implement this strategy called last in, first out. Meaning that when budget is tight, they will lay off the newer employees because they have less experience within the business. So they rather keep the longer tenure employees that understand the business better to keep the company performing efficiently during hard times. And as we all know, new employees tend to make more than tenured employees. So not only are you less experienced, you're also more expensive. So you tend to be the first to be cut. So I know there's a lot of people on social media talking about job hopping and making a lot of money, but there is always the other side to the coin that people don't talk about as much. Now, that's not to say that everybody who's going to get a new job during the recession is going to be the first to get laid off, but you should be aware of this when you do do your job search. So if you really want to ensure that this new role that you're going to at this new company will help achieve your career goals and make you more fulfilled, I want to share with you six questions you can ask at the end of your interview, according to the Harvard Business Review, that helps you gain knowledge on professional development, career paths, and future opportunities at this new company that you want to work with. The first question is, what learning and development opportunities will I have in this role? One of the main reasons why people leave their current jobs is the lack of progression and development. When you start a new job, everything will be new to you. It doesn't matter how qualified you are for the role, because even if you're experienced in a certain thing, you have to learn their systems on how they implement those tasks. However, once the learning curve is over and you are not learning new things, it will get repetitive really fast, leading to boredom and unhappiness. So asking this question, you can evaluate how important this company believes in helping you learn and develop yourself professionally. The second question is, how does the team I'll be a part of continue to grow professionally? Nobody wants to join a team that's stagnant. And when it comes to large companies, they tend to cut teams or merge teams that are no longer part of their future strategy. So the way the hiring manager answers this question will determine whether this team is actually growing or is just going through the motions right now, or even a lack of direction, leading this team to be a potential layoff risk. The third question is, are there examples of a career path beginning with this position? 
So if you get hired as a marketing manager, you can ask this question to see what's the career ladder for this position at this company. So at that point, you have a roadmap on how you can develop yourself at this company. A lot of professionals are unhappy with the current role because there's a lack of direction and a lack of roadmap on how they can actually grow. Because no one wants to be stuck where they are for a long period of time. They want to know over time that they will be able to climb the ladder at the company. The fourth question is, what are the common career paths in this department? So bigger companies usually want to promote within and gives you opportunities to move around the company if you want to do something different. So for example, if you're in marketing but want to do project management, it's a lot easier to move in that role internally than trying to apply externally for a project management position when your background is only in marketing. So the way the hiring manager answers this question will help you determine whether this company likes to develop their employees and also determines whether you can freely move around from team to team to build out your skill set. The fifth question is, how are promotions typically handled? As I said earlier, employees tend to be unhappy at companies if they are not able to visualize a clear promotion path in order to grow their career. So if the hiring manager doesn't give you a clear structure on how people get promoted at the company, then that's a big red flag. And then the last question is, where have successful employees moved on to? So if this hiring manager has a team of four or five and has managed this team for a while, there's a good chance that some of their team members moved on to other things at the company. So if this hiring manager can talk about some success stories of his past team members moving on to bigger things at the company, then that's definitely a good sign because it shows that the hiring manager is willing to develop their team and wants you to move on to bigger and better things at the company. So a big red flag is if the hiring manager doesn't answer this question clearly, such as if all the team members that used to work for them left externally, then that's definitely a red flag. Another red flag is if the hiring manager doesn't care about their team and only cares what the team can do for them. I've always said that your direct manager has the biggest influence on your career at the company. So if that manager is always blocking you with speaking to their higher ups and you don't get that visibility, then your growth at that company will suffer. But if your manager wants to develop you and help you move on to bigger and better things at the company, then that definitely shows true leadership. As a reminder, you don't need to and you shouldn't ask all these six questions at the end of your interview. Depending on how conversational they are in the interview process, pick a couple that really resonates with you and ask those questions on top of the other questions that you want to ask, such as whether the next steps or the question of what is the biggest challenge that this team is currently facing that you want the new hire to help you solve. So in summary, there's always a risk in moving to a new company, no matter how unhappy you currently are. All we can do is minimize that risk. And the best way to minimize that risk is to do proper research, such as utilizing career experiments, as Scott said in my podcast this week, and asking good questions at the end of your interview during the interview process. As the saying goes, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And that wraps up this week's edition of ChanCap. If you enjoyed what you heard today and you haven't already, make sure to subscribe to your podcast listening platform of choice so you don't miss out on new episodes. And in next week's episode, to continue the discussion of moving to a new job, I am bringing on a career coach on how you can maximize your career earnings through job hopping and how to do it properly without wrecking your resume. This is Chan with The Plan, the podcast. I'm your host, Max Chan, and I thank you for listening.